No doubt. I definitely dig that. Well, Very stressful. Well, you made cussed out. Damn, by a client. Yeah. Damn. And you just had to take that L. I politely cussed him back out. What? <laughs> wow. Damn. What up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Dinner Podcast, brought to you by Team Nitty Radio's own OG Nitty and Nutrella. Well, Nutrella couldn't be with us today, but as the saying goes, the show must go on. Actually, it doesn't, since we have total control over it, but whatever. But that doesn't mean I ate alone. With the help of my guys, Bahu and Major, it became a few buds shooting the breeze and shooting the booze. My fast is over, y'all. We've talked about white people, kids' game shows, and much more. We just roll with the punches. So grab a plate and grab a glass, because around here at Sunday dinner, everyone eats. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You already know who it is. Your boy, OG Nitty. Uh, still ain't come up with a opening for the show just yet, but we'll get there eventually. But you already know, man, it's called Sunday dinner, where everyone eats. Yeah, I know you still uh, hearing you try to say that, but she's not here on this recording this evening. Um, by the time you hear this, um, we'll be done two days removed at least. And right now, it's a rainy first Friday. It's first Friday in March? No, it's second Friday. Yeah, second. Okay. Second. A rainy second. What is it? Wait. Well, no. the March started on a Saturday, no, right? this is the first Friday. Yeah, first Friday. Rainy first, first Friday, Friday in March. And the woman to Art Loop is taking place. So the town is a buzzing out here in uh, Wilmington, Delaware, a place to be somebody. What else is going on? We'll figure all that out. But got a usual suspect in the building. I better make sure I say he's a guest. <laughs> You're right, Charlie. Charlie listens to this shit anyway. I'm a guest. <laughs> she will not hear this. Matter of fact, she might want to listen to it to see how to go in her absence. Uh, but yeah, so she won't be here with us for this recording. But of course. The show does go on, uh, food-wise, because it is Sunday dinner where everyone eats. Oh, I brought back the catfish pudding. Ain't made that one in a long time. For those new listeners, it's not really catfish and pudding. It's, that's just the name I gave it based off a funny inside joke. And it's also fajita night here at uh, Team Nitty Studios. And before we start off with our, in, uh, our inaugural shot, I just want to say that this shot is not being brought to you by Rum Bob and Core, product of Haiti. Yes, it's distilled and bottled by Paul de Gaia and Company in Port-au-Prince. 100% sugarcane rum, aged in oak, 43% alcohol by volume, 86 proof. Rum Bob and Court, that could be you sponsoring us. All you got to do is cut that check. So let me and my guy Bahu go ahead and get this shot real quick. Okay. And then we get to getting. Salute. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's been good, sir. Nothing. Chilling. Being busy. Trying no to, doubt. Trying to, trying to live. No doubt. That's, that's the way to do it. Um, And uh, I forgot. My train of thought just got broken. I think it's a Sunday dinner first. Just that fast. I, I know. I think I expected you to have more to say. And oh, I was well, like, oh, well, I'm I didn't want to point out that you were dry. For February, this is the first podcast yes. back. Yes. With the with the alcohol. This for you. is correct. I, I I had given that 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 fast a, a name actually, high and dry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? I was high and dry. It was listen. It went way better than I thought actually. I mean, not that I could say for sure how we're going because I never really you know gone that long, but 
it was like, okay, in my head, I'm already thinking, like, I'm always out of the bottom. I have to, like, not go out anymore, not be around. Like, so I'll be sacrificing my social life, which I love. You know what I mean? da 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 and, uh, and then already, like, there's going to be a withdrawal phase. But nah, I mean, you know, plus, I guess I sat down. I was really prepping. But then I had thought about it one day. I was like, I was like, when I look back, I was like, honestly, for the longest, I really only been drinking, like, you know, weekends, like Friday, Saturday, right? So I'm like, yeah. Uh, so technically, the the Monday through Thursday, you know, no issue. That's not so. So really, instead of just focusing on these seven days in a right. week, just focus on these two and three, because you ain't even always drinking on Sunday, because mo- Sunday get really a prep for Monday, right? So I was like, all right, went in like that, and then yeah, I was good. Like I was all right, it was cool. And then I guess my first real test was at some point my man wanted to go to the bar. I was like, yo, you know I'm not drinking this, week. you know this month. He's like, I know about you know some food, whatever, da da da. And plus, he's about to go out and leave town. So, I went. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to just be good. So, I got there, ordered my burger, whatever. Just ordered the water. And I was like, all right, yeah, this is cool. And then here comes Satan trying to trying to wave his ugly hand. So, it was some random dude who was celebrating his birthday, which actually wasn't coming up for like another two weeks. And he decided he wanted to buy everybody in the bar a shot. Just testing. Yeah, I'm like, ain't this about a bitch? Now they out here giving drinks away? Yeah, and the bartender came. He's like, "Yeah, jump up." I was like, "Nope, I'm good." Just like put it on your tab for March. Or me and this water, you know what I mean? Me and this water. So once I did that, I was like, "All right, well, that's like the true success right there." Because right. I was like, "Just because I'm not a, around the element, nah." So then I had been. I think I went to the bar a total of three times during that period, and nope, I ain't had to carry the water. I might have bought somebody else a drink. Just kept it pushing with my water. So yeah, it went good, and. It made for some better Saturday mornings, get out there and train and stuff. True, so I true. was like, you know, at this point, I was like, at this, at like maybe around week three and a half, I was like, um, I mess around having not really going on Sunday dinner like that going forward. Like, I mean, I'm not gonna say I won't have a drink or something, but yeah. I was like, cause I was like, you know, I'm just keep rocking these Saturdays pretty decent. Yeah. Is that something you think you'd do again? Like a whole month? Like a detox or uh, I know that's what he wasn't trying to do a detox but yeah so with the drinking thing I could definitely see myself doing it again for a month um I wish I could say that about my nutrition <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story yeah it's, it's a whole nother level yeah Cassie, Cassie want you to go plant based for a month and this and that. I'm like oh, I mean I had cut back wow <laughs> just not have meat pause every like any day for 30 you know Probably do it. Probably just need to. There's levels to it. I tried. Sure. I tried it before, and I, 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 I gave it up at day fifteen. Okay, fifteen's a lot of days. It was. It's a lot of and, days. You know, Satan had been working, but he wasn't grabbing <laughs> me. He wasn't getting me. Till one day, I on day fifteen, I was forced to go to the. I was not forced to, but something in my schedule um, required me to go to the mall. Uh. As soon as I walked in. They were giving away Chick-fil-A samples. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, he, he ain't came to play. <laughs> Satan came to slay. We're going to call him Slayton. That was good. That was a freestyle. Sample, that was it. Yo, what? <laughs> Everything was over. The Can't sample, the smell. Refused the Lord's meat. And, and, I, and I told myself, well, you know, I mean, 14 days wasn't a bad out and being. You went almost a month or something you ain't never tried. We, we understand. So I just went, yep, that was that. Could you see yourself doing such? 
for what? Plant based or no liquor? Yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you could do that, that easy. Day. I don't drink that that often. Plant based. You probably only drink that Sunday dinner now. Nah, I, I, I drink. I said, yeah, when I took my uh, liquor back from last week. Oh yeah. I bought that specifically just so I could have it at the house. <laughs> um, but plant based? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just not. That's something I don't mind doing it. Right. Um, but for thirty days, that's that's a that's a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not a, a lifestyle I'm trying to adopt. So. I don't know if I'd be willing to, you know, do that. True. And it's funny because, you know, my home, you might have seen it. Uh, my homegirl posted on Facebook talking about they supposedly say, like, humans' teeth weren't meant for, uh, weren't aren't sharp enough to cut up meat. That That's like, I guess it was like people trying to make a case for why humans should be on a plant-based diet. I've heard many people, you know, make this claim because they'll say the humans' teeth weren't meant to, to, to cut up meat. Uh, and, like, um... And like their bodies were, you know, the bodies weren't designed to digest it, this and that and the other, and a whole bunch of other stuff, right? And we support that. I was like, yeah, I've heard this, but thing is, my teeth have yet to fail me. Right. <laughs> it's hard to tell me my teeth can't cut up meat when they cut up meat. Right. They've been doing it. You got, you got to tell me that at lunch, because I... <laughs> Humans been digesting, not digesting. I, I definitely think there's some digestive yeah. issues there, mm-hmm. but... Humans been using teeth to cut up stuff for quite yeah. a long time. Stuff that they probably shouldn't even be using right. before we use our teeth. For. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ain't never lie. So they, uh, the, the proponents for the plant-based living, they might want to restructure that argument. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah. But, um, yes, yeah, you know, it's a... I guess it's a shame we ain't got no women in the room tonight, I guess, as we transition to this uh, topic here. But then it makes me wonder, will it be a good thing or a bad thing, right? Because <laughs> I feel like this conversation probably go one of one ways otherwise. But we'll see. And you see it all the time. Like, you crack a joke about a woman or you give, like, a funny scenario about a woman, like, saying something about her, the way she looked, something mild. No mm-hmm. contact, no nothing. Or you, you ignore a woman's calls or, or the one where they say if a woman gets you angry... Like go to a restaurant and take a picture of yourself eating without her and all of that. Yeah. And with all of these scenarios and questions and stuff, you know, when people come with the ha ha's and the he he's, one thing I noticed, and I'm talking about, I feel like it's happening at least ninety nine point nine eight percent of the time. Women respond with threats of violence. I've seen it. The scenario because oh no, that's how you're gonna get slapped. Oh, he must wanna die. Oh, I'll go to jail. I mean, I mean, very. Violent comments, and it'll be about something like, "Fellas, take back the cover. <laughs> you deserve to be warm. Take the cover off of her. No, you oh, work. You cut exactly. Oh, you take the cover off of me. Okay, you must want to get sliced. It's, it, <laughs> like that's how it goes. And I guess I had two questions. The first one is, is like, why is that a thing? Because you know what? If the tables is turned. Absolutely. How that's looking. Absolutely. This is one of those things where the double standard, we mm-hmm. just haven't we, we haven't been able to, there's a lot of double standards, mm-hmm. you know, and I think women try to fight for equality and those kind of things, mm-hmm. and they've achieved so much. Um, but this is one of those things that we, we haven't gotten there in terms of equality, where a woman putting her hands on a man mm-hmm. um, is not seen as, um, I don't think anybody would ever say it's right. But it's like, okay, well, 
I understand. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen that a lot from women. I understand. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right, but I understand. Yeah. If a man, it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. The, the, the double standard is definitely there. If a man ever told another man on the post, if you posted something and I said, I'm not saying it's right, but I understand if you punched her in the face, mm-hmm. I, I would get all kinds of crazy looks. And, right. I, and I already know that. So, yeah, and I get, the, you know, that's just, a, yeah, a privilege that, you know, and I'm not saying it's a, I'm not running around saying, no, you shouldn't be able to blah, 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 right? But my, I guess my question, too, is really is, why do they feel to always make it violent? <laughs> like, whatever happened to the, the, the responding back with a pun of your own or, I don't know. <laughs> why does it always turn to you, in many cases, you're going to die <laughs> if you eat the last of the tacos? Because there will be such scenarios. I mean, that's a valid question. Because, I mean, you know, in such, like, I've never thought of something like, like that. And I was like, damn, she should get, thought to myself, she he should, you're going to get punched in the face. Yep. That's my thing. Like, I w- it doesn't even cross my mind to think like that so violently just because. So what is going on with the women's mind? I mean, you're right. You know, I think <clears throat> guys are always complaining about, Women trying to, you know, they need to get their own food, and mm-hmm. they always trying to get your food. Yeah, I don't think I see uh, when a, a woman reaches on the guy's plate, and the guy is like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna stab her because she touched my right." Took a fry or two. That's just not. <laughs> it would seem wild if you ever saw that. Very. But um, that's frequently the go-to. I don't know why. I don't know. Then my question is, uh, what percentage of these women you think really about that life? Very low, <laughs> very low. Most of them, I think, are jokes. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I think they're jokes. Mm-hmm. But um, some of them are. Yeah. And uh, oh yeah, I, I do believe some of them are about that life. Oh yeah, there's definitely some out there. They definitely described in detail. I've heard people describe in detail how they put their hands on the man, mm-hmm. on their man. Mm. Damn, fellas, more power to you. You got to know your worth, kings. Word. So, <clears throat> I got this happens to me kind of. Well, I won't say kind of often, but over my life it's happened a lot. And this is what I this is what I like to call is getting food judged. And when I say getting food judged, <laughs> I'm talking about if you do standard things with your food. So like if you sit down and eat and you finish your meal, somebody goes, "Damn, you must have been hungry." Well, that's usually why I eat meals, right? Or, or as you're eating your meal, damn, you're killing that shit. Like, <laughs> or I, yeah, I, you, you probably gonna like anything. Like, and I'm like, I call because I feel like it's food judging me. And I hate when people want to comment like that. Like, <laughs> listen, the point of eating is to finish your food. So why do you act like now I turned into a bear because I did just that? Did you want me to come leave food on my plate? Was that what you wanted? And if I'm eating faster than you, why do I have to be killing it? Right. Are you eating slow? Right. You act like I'm Tasmanian devil in the plate. Like, <laughs> and I can't stand food judging. This happened to me kind of recently. But this, you know, so I, I was trying to tell people about it. But I, didn't, I, I, bit, I bit my tongue this time. A bit my tongue this time, but I was like, "What about you eating? Just thinking that you was eating fast." That's what somebody tried to say recently. It was the oh damn, you must have been hungry. Yes, mind you. Yes, pri- I was. Prior to prior to the uh, matter of fact, prior to going out, 
I believe I said it three times that I was hungry. And two more times, I said, yeah, I'm pretty famished now. <laughs> so you was waiting. I, yeah, and I said these words to her. <laughs> I said these words. And then I eat my, I finished my food, I, which was which was great. And then she looked over, damn, you, you really were. I was, see? <laughs> what gave it away? The fuck? The three times I said it or the <laughs> fact that I actually ate? Right. <laughs> Okay. And again, I don't want to go out and eat if I'm full. Right. So, <laughs> why is it worth mentioning? It's beyond me. Well, be real clear that you finish your food in less than uh, the designated time mm-hmm. that they allotted for you. Right. That's what it was. And then also, too, it's like, you know, as a bigger dude, we always people always looking at the big folk. And always just, and I'm like. That's true. So, you know, I, I, I see that, too, and that shit bothers me as well. That is true. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I don't do that. <laughs> definitely, people I'll be looking at them what they eat and like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you don't want to end up on 600 pound life. <laughs> Doctor now telling you you gotta chill out. <laughs> uh, might want to take it easy. So I just learned who this guy is today. It's funny you should mention the Volchinian. Yes, I saw yeah. that. Yes, and I never. I was like, and now you mad that. So I guess we should talk about the Volchinian. <laughs> so I guess <laughs> if you know who this Doctor now guy is. And if you see Men in Black, what was that? Two. Am I? I don't remember which one. Yeah, it was Men in Black too, because that's where he had to go back and get K after he zapped himself. <laughs> and I've never made that connection until you said that. <laughs> never. And if you see the bald chinian, yes. And you look at Doctor Now. He definitely looks like him. <laughs> very close. It's very unfortunate. <laughs> Yo, like, he couldn't be my friend. I would have had to roast him <laughs> quite regularly, old Balchinian-looking ass motherfucker. Have you ever heard him talk? You ever watched the show? No, I've never heard him talk. Nothing. Because the way he talks is kind of, uh, I mean, it's not Balchinian. What does Balchinian do? He just, like, mumble or something? Well, yeah, I don't think he, he said like, words. Wiggled his face or something. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he actually spoke in the movie. <laughs> but Dr. Now sounds like he could be, a, like he's like a, ro- sound like a robot. Mm-hmm. He's talking, like very monotone. Oh, okay. And putting that voice to a Bolchinian, it could work. <laughs> it could work. It really could work. <laughs> Shoot. So, um, now for food judging, were you familiar with cafeteria shaming? Cafeteria sh- shaming. No. Yeah, so, you know, I thought, well, initially, when I saw the term, I thought it was like maybe kids like clowning kids for whatever lunch they brought or couldn't get or whatever, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, yeah, um, what it is is, you know, a lot of these schools, the kids have to pay for their lunch or their meal or whatever, or they'll have, to, I guess they have account balance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Either way, the, the account's past due or what mm-hmm. have you, oh. and they already have their, like, hot food or but when they the account pass due, they don't let them get the hot food. They make them like put it back. And wow. Yeah, I think um, they just asked out because I was looking. I was like, I no. The one thing is, I think there was something that said you get a cold lunch. I think, but I know there was somewhere where he was just asked out, but it was happening in front of people. But yeah, it was just put, the it that, put it back. Whatever. Yeah, you kids weren't eating or weren't eating. You know, nutritiously. Yeah. Because um, there's an educator who she put out a letter to lawmakers to. Um, you know, and cafeteria shaming. 
And I think that when she means that, it's the argument is that why are schools even doing it? So why are these kids even having to pay, you know, for the meals or what have you? Or if they are behind, let's not do this. Right. But it's called it, yeah. But really, they're trying to push to figure out why they're saying these kids shouldn't have to uh, have to pay for lunch anyway. Now, where do you stand on that in terms of, I guess, cafeteria shaming and should lunch food be free in public schools? You know, I would love for food to be free in public schools, but uh, there's a cost to everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's a cost for that. that. That would be nice um, if everybody got saying it wouldn't be, you don't want to be able to identify who was on free lunch and mm-hmm. who was not on free lunch based on whatever. Um, I think it would be nice, but I mean, that's, that's, that's money. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how, uh, that gets paid for, um, but it would be nice. Um, and I don't know the, is the cafeteria shaming, is that for other kids shaming the kids after they got put their food back? Or is that like the fact that they just are getting rung up and then declined at the register? Rung up and declined. That's why I said initially, I thought it was about like kids roasting up the other kids. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just not a good situation to put a kid in, mm. and I don't know. I mean, being at the register, you don't want to be in that situation either. But you gotta right. tell a kid, yeah, no, nah, you can't get that. You can go get the orange. That's mm. about it. Or uh, you go and get some carrot sticks and some celery. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's. I don't know why they wouldn't do that before they got on. Right. But I don't know the system, what they got going on there. Mm-hmm. What state was that? Uh, it would take too much blank space to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, but yes, yeah, it's, it's a wicked thing. And this out of some districts, meal debt has soared to the hundreds of thousands of dollars. I've definitely heard that. That's what I'm saying. It, it costs money to feed the kids. You mm-hmm. can't feed them. Uh, it would be nice that they, they could all eat the same thing and not have to worry about uh, somebody eating better than another kid because of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but that costs that costs money. Yeah, everything costs money. The almighty dollar, that thing, that's that's life, man. I don't, mm. I don't know what to say about that. Move to Finland. Inside joke. <laughs> 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 um, <clears throat> so next up, in white people, white people, and we're gonna go there. Always. It's so much. It's just a lot of white people, white people in the material. I don't even know how to use it all this week. <laughs> a woman, bef- the headline reads, a woman befriends the serial killer who murdered her mother and says he's now like a father. Oh, yeah. And yes, that was a, that's real. Didn't make that up. So, essentially, uh, this lady named Jennifer Weiss, her mother was killed in New York by this guy known as the Torso Killer. He was a serial killer. And she apparently her reason for wanting she wanted to get to know him, and her reason for that was because she feels like I guess he could give her I guess more insight as to who her mother really was, things of that nature, and and she knows she has to have forgiveness in her heart to be able to sit down and talk to her so she can learn those things and A B C X Y Z, and. So she started visiting him, visiting him in prison, and she was just going multiple times a month. And now they've gotten closer to the point where she said he feels like a father figure. And I add that the the man, wow. her mother, um, had moved here from the Middle East. I wanted, and 
she wound long story short, she wound up becoming a street worker. And that's how she got down that road and that's how she met him or what have you. So she said she was young, so she said she wanna know everything and I'm cool now I became like a father figure. You know what's crazy? And mm-hmm. I saw in the comments um that it said that he strangled and beheaded her mother. Mm-hmm. That's wow. And and in the picture <clears throat> that they took wild. together for this article She's simulating choking him. Mm-hmm. And his modus operandi for his killer was strangulation. For his killing. That's just... I was I was reading... I didn't read the article, but I was reading the comments mm-hmm. and looking at the picture. Yeah. And that's just something... I've heard of other situations where um, some women have, like, caught feelings for their rapist or mm-hmm. something like that. But this that's, that's a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Like, to be... Developing some kind of relationship with the person that—that's um, a sick type of relationship. Very. It was somebody that killed, not just killed, not like accidental, like brutally murdered. Right. Your the person that gave birth to you. Right. That's that's another level. In the coldest of bloods. Yeah, I can't even. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's white people shit. I'm sorry, exactly. y'all get offended. Y'all go ahead and get offended by that. That's white. That's white folks shit. You know that. I ain't got no rap for that. Definitely at all. Speaking of, so this article is actually from 2018, but I just learned about this uh, today. So I guess there were countries, including uh, let's say Ethiopia, which is the country highlighted in this article, where that were no longer allowing foreigners to adopt their children. And so, like, you know, a lot, like a lot of these celebrities and stuff and people in general, well, had, I guess it became this, I don't want to say fad, but of going to Africa and adopting kids and bringing them back to the States. Right. And um, the country started putting a ban to that after a while. And it was, uh, some were saying the reasons are because it could, it could possibly, uh, could possibly be leading to like child trafficking and stuff. Because I guess they didn't have, for lack of a better term, enough of the checks and balances in place to make sure that that wasn't the case. Right, follow them after they go. Yeah, and then there was an incident where some uh, people from New York, I believe, uh, adopted an Ethiopian girl, and then they wanted to murder her, like torturing her and murder her. Wow. So, yeah, so a lot of companies have been there, and I didn't realize how many, how, how popular of a thing that was. So, like, just from Ethiopia, in, in in international adoptions, the U.S. had a total of what four thousand? No, under one year, four thousand three hundred twenty-nine. One to two years, three thirty-nine to six. Essentially, they've been adopted hella kids from Ethiopia. Wow, it's just in the U.S. Yeah, just the U.S. alone, and they said other countries, you know, do international adoptions too. But yeah, so, oh, between 1999 and 2016, a total of 15,317 Ethiopian children were adopted in the U.S., according to data from the Department of State. But it doesn't say, it doesn't say, uh, I wish we knew the breakdown, there was white or black adopted parents. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because is that what it's saying? They just stopping, like, international adoptions, period? Yes. Oh. Hmm. That's interesting. 
I don't know why I went out when you were first saying it. I thought they mm-hmm. would stop it. <laughs> Maybe it's wishful thinking. Stopping uh, adoptions of, um, you know, stopping white people from. Being oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that's not to say that's not the implied intent, though. Right. Yeah. I think maybe that's why I, I yeah. don't know why my brain, that's what my brain went to. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like a de facto situation. <laughs> I didn't want to be the one to say. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. It just stopped it just all together because, uh, I guess if you go, you you couldn't discriminate on that level if you were trying to do accomplish that. Right, and then shoot, we don't know the, the numbers. Of t- the statistics may show that, like, let's say ninety percent of all international adoptions are by white people. Anybody, you know, we can chuck that ten percent. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I would, I'd like to say that that's probably accurate. That most of the adoptions international like that mm-hmm. are probably uh, by white people. Yeah. I mean, white people make up most of the, the uh, this country anyway, so mm-hmm. I would say the most adoptions are probably to white people. Mm-hmm. Um, but black people, I feel like they they're adopting family or close friends yeah. um, more so than, than anything. Uh-huh. Um, but um, they also adopt outside. But I don't know if they're going like international as often. As right. Yeah. <laughs> there's levels to this game. Yeah, as I was about to say, that's definitely another level. Definitely levels to this game. Would you, would you ever adopt? I would consider. A matter of fact, here's another question. Let's say if you were to adopt, do you have a cutoff as to what age you you would adopt? So me and my wife talked about this a long time ago mm-hmm. that we would consider um, fostering or adopting a kid, but they could never be anywhere close to my daughter's age. They would have to be younger. Mm-hmm. Um at least younger, but hopefully younger by a, a big margin. So she can definitely be older because we wouldn't want some older girl coming in and influencing our daughter and what she's what we're trying to teach her. So mm-hmm. we want our daughter to influence the other child the other way, right. not uh, going that way. So yeah, we, we definitely talked about considering it, um, and I'm still open to maybe fostering at the very least. Um, I don't know about adoption per se, but um, you know, life circumstances change and. Things happen where, uh, you know, you get somebody as a foster child and then you end up adopting adopting them. So I'm not close to it, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's a big commitment. Yeah. That's a big commitment. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> if I was going to adopt, it'd have to be a baby. Yeah. Or, yeah, something I could mold up. I can't see myself adopting like a 13-year-old then seeing all kinds of hard times. Lord knows what kind of times, you know what I mean? Yeah, and those are rough too. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I know it ain't ideal, I guess, but yeah, I mean, I can see us clashing. Working in the child welfare field, I was, you know, the a lot of people feel that way, which is why the teenagers usually don't get adopted mm-hmm. uh, for that exact reason. Um, and they come with teenagers come with different type of baggage than a baby would. So right, um, it, it's definitely real. It's definitely something you have to think about if you even considering anything like that. Mhm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna be good on that. Sorry about that, children. Well, I <laughs> Sorry about that, kid. Yeah. Um, switching to the political side of things for a second. So there was a uh, Garth Brooks was performing somewhere, and it was like MAGA country somewhere, country music. Yep. 
and he had a, he had a, a Barry Sanders jersey, Detroit Lions, Detroit Lions running back Hall of Famer Barry Sanders jersey on. One of my favorite players of all time. Yo, yes, definitely up there, and of course the back of the jersey said Sanders. Right. So apparently Garth Brooks was receiving all types of backlash from Trump supporters because they thought his jersey was for uh, Bernie Sanders, not Barry Sanders. Right. And of course, you know we could, you know, run the gamut about the 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 funnies behind that. But then you know I thought about it's like, but you know what? These are the people who are running out to vote to make sure yep. they can make America great again or yep. keep America great. Yep. And I'm like, <laughs> dumb as a doorknob, but they know they can go get that vote. And then when I hear people on the other side saying, yeah, our vote don't matter anyway, so yada, yada, yada. And, you know, educated people, quote, unquote, educated people, yada, yada. So they're like, and this is what y'all get. These these people, these are the people who are going to get the, the Trumps of the world in office. See, I'd, I'd like to think that, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of dumb people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the people that are on social media talking the most yeah. are the people that aren't that uh, serious about voting. Maybe not, I don't want to say they're not serious about voting. They, they don't know about, you know, the local elections. They probably only know what's uh, on in the media which is mm. the presidential election mostly so it's just it, that whole situation I've seen some of the, the tweets and the posts that people were making about that Sanders jersey and what they were saying they were real mm. <laughs> dumb yeah. ignorant I mean there's not much you can say about that it's just, just kind of inexcusable mm. besides the fact that they didn't, they didn't know who Barry Sanders was right. That that's just I mean, all right, you know, sports may not be your thing. All right, cool. But I think that also speaks to just today, this day and age, about people, mm-hmm. they just so quick to uh, want to be hurt and offended about something mm-hmm. that they want to make sure their, their thoughts and feelings are known and say, oh, this hurt my feelings and I don't like your views. So what if he liked Barry Sanders? I mean, uh, Bernie, Bernie Sanders. Sanders. So what? He can't be a Bernie Sanders fan? It's <laughs> me. Is the music is the music not good anymore? Right, and so I think I think I saw a couple of people say, "I don't want you uh, making this political. I just want you to perform when I go to a concert." Yeah, just shut up and play. Shut up and dribble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like uh, you know, Colin yeah. Kaepernick. Just yeah. get up your knees. Just shut up and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just I think that's just an indication of society today that the entertainers they they only want they only like you uh, when you're on their side number one, and if you're not on their side and your views don't align with theirs, then all right, then they're going to cut you off. Now, I don't want you injecting politics into it mm-hmm. unless your politics align with mine. Right. Basically. And <clears throat> Mitch McConnell, Senator Mitch McConnell, for those who don't know, uh, Republican, and I guess it was, he made a statement in regards to if, you know, the Democrats should take over the White House or, you know, the House and the Senate. Right. Um, no, he said, yeah. So he may statement saying, if I'm still the majority leader in the Senate, think of me as the Grim Reaper. None of this stuff is going to pass. None of that stuff is going to pass. So basically saying, do everything to block the whole agenda. And just like 
back when Obama was in office, he said his sole purpose basically was yep. to make Obama a one-term president. Yep. And I'm like, this man has been a U.S. senator since 1985 <laughs> with this bold public rhetoric. Yep. That's the reason why he can say that is because he knows he's going to be there. Right. In two more years or four more years or how many more years he's going to get. Yeah, man. I've better heard he's coming up for re-election this year. And I'm sure he probably not even, he may not even be opposed most right. of the elections. Yeah, he's uh, uh, so I'm and I'm saying I'm like again, wow. This is the welcome to America, Kaka. Right. <laughs> what state is he in? Uh, Kentucky. Oh. Yeah, you know that's a good old boy state. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And 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 then it's like. Well, what's considered treasonous? Because I'm like, you, 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 blatantly just saying you're gonna go against the interests of the of the republic. You know what's crazy? That he, this is not the first time he said this. Right. He said this at least two other two other times mm-hmm. when Obama was president. He said this. He said this a couple times. Mm-hmm. He's he's been very clear about even when Trump was president about anything that uh, since the Democrats had the House. Oh yeah. Like anything that they they setting up, yeah, mm-hmm. nah, we good on that. So he. He's definitely being clear, and he, he said this a couple times, which just shows you the brazenness of somebody just to be like, yeah, fuck what you're saying. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't care what your constituents are saying. <laughs> you might have, you know, half of the population, but I don't really yeah. care. Fuck that oath I took. Yes. That's what I swear to uphold and take him. Yeah, fuck all that. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing what's best for the party, period. And I think, I mean, nowadays, the polarization of politics, you see that more than ever. Mm-hmm. Where it's just really Republicans versus Democrats, mm-hmm. and there's not much in between. Right. So hopefully, at some point, we can get rid of this uh, two-party system. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. Cause a whole lot of people getting screwed. For sure. I mean, it's a whole lot of people action. getting screwed anyway. But right. Nowadays, mm-hmm. it's definitely up. That screw keeps getting turned tighter and tighter. For sure. So my guy Waka Flocka, he was uh, in an interview. And so he, he explained why he transitioned from rapping to business, you know. Like he had hit songs like Hard in the Paint. And he straight up said he was, he was just a rap, he was a whack rapper. And he knew he was whack. He said at that time, at that point, he had made uh, $32 million. He said, he thought to himself, he ain't, you know, he wasn't expecting to get all of that. But he's sitting at $32 million. He said he rich. So... He decided to get out the game because he knew and get into business and become an entrepreneur Negro <laughs> and make his money that way. Kudos to him and for that. I, yo, the honesty in that is real. Yeah. I mean, you you listen to his music. I mean, right. I, I, I mean, it's hard to paint a couple of other uh, yeah, like, songs, but he's yeah, he's no lyricist by any means. Right. He just he got some hits. Yeah, he got hits. He gave you that energy. He just right. had a, a different kind of it factor. But yeah, I'd be like, yeah, he's up there. And you know, they try to tell him, well, nah, you weren't, you weren't whack. He's like, nah, I ain't no lyricist. He's like, like, <laughs> that what he said? Yeah, he said, like, I ain't no lyricist. talking about lyricist? I ain't no lyricist. And, and then they were like, why are you saying that? Because you was on top of the time. He said, no, he said, well, not. He said, well, not. You know who my favorite rappers are? And then he listened to like KRS One and a couple other legends. Really? Yeah. And he was like, nah, he said, KRS One, nah, somebody else. He's like, nah, those are lyricists. Now, I ain't no motherfucker rapper. I can't rap like basically. If you can't rap, you know, try to get on that level, he wasn't gonna. He wasn't trying to be competitive. He, you know, it was respectful. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> imagine if 
Imagine if more rappers came to that came to that self actualization. Wow. Wow. <laughs> how much would the game change? So how many uh albums did he have? He I'm trying to look it up. He's had maybe these not. Well he had mixtapes too, so Oh, okay. I'm not looking it up. Cause I'm not familiar. I'm just trying to look up how many albums he had. You know, trying to see how long he was in the game. Yeah, he definitely had some bangers. Like a few mixtapes. Yeah, these are definitely mixtapes. LeBron Flocka James. What the hell is that? He's <laughs> a different person now. <laughs> so, so yeah, but he got out of that. And got Can you talk about what kind of what kind of business ventures he's he's doing? Yeah, yeah, owned a few. I, I lost the part where I scroll. See, it's the problem when you, when you do a Sunday dinner. <laughs> a lot be going on then you lose your marks on your websites or when you actually try to cook the dinner mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot going on <laughs> yeah so um, yeah he had yep 2013 is when he secured uh, 30 million dollars so he had that a long time ago yeah mm-hmm. I, I was like yeah I was, I was like damn you forget how long some, some stuff happened ago I yeah. mean, it's definitely a salute to him and a mm-hmm. lot of other people who, you know, they recognize that they, they look doing for the long play, mm-hmm. not the short play. Any entertainment industry, you know, sports, mm-hmm. music, uh, it's not always a long play. You know, sometimes, yeah. especially nowadays, people get sick of you real fast. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for me lately? If you want, you ain't doing it for them. And you don't got that hot beat or that hot hook, then they're right. moving on to the next. So. You seen him come and go. Yeah, if he investing his money into businesses that are going to show him a return, you know that's that's what's up. Kudos mm-hmm. to him. And I remember uh, I was watching him in an interview some years ago, like when he got out of rap. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. Well, I mean, at that time he wasn't saying that because he was whacking with him. But he had um, he had taken a trip to to the to African continent. I forget which country. And he said that was a life changing moment for him. It was. It was it almost sounded tantamount to when Nas made it to Africa and Belly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Reform. Yeah. And he said he said um that made him decide to stop. Um he stopped buying jewelry stuff at that point. He said he realized he had all this expensive jewelry and he said, What was it all good for? Like what right. was it? Like he re- so then he started transitioning, and and yeah, he did some other like I guess he had to hold a higher self. I was gonna say, I mean, that's I guess I was thinking about uh, J Cole. Not that J Cole was ever like super wild, mm-hmm. but he definitely kind of slowly transitioned over yeah. to like a higher self type of person. Yeah, where he's very earthy the jewelry and, stuff now. and all the other stuff that's you know mm-hmm. nonsense. But uh, when he first came out, he you know. He definitely see the shift. Yeah, it was different. But for Waka Flocka, I guess for him, he was like, "Yeah, my lyrics can't really make that shift, so I'm good. I'm gonna just go ahead, just go ahead. I'm gonna head out. <laughs> all right. He's like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna head out. My lyrics ain't gonna make this shift. Let me find something else to do. I almost feel like this should motivate. This should motivate people to tell their mans who's a whack rapper <laughs> that they're a whack rapper. <laughs> And let's focus on something you're not whack at. <laughs> you think that's gonna? You think that's gonna motivate I, it should, them? It should motivate them because then y'all can start something big. 
Y'all can go ahead and get bread they another way. They waiting for their mans to hit that, get that contract so they can eat off of the contract. That's what they waiting for. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but imagine. I'm just saying. Imagine. <laughs> the world might be a better place. But yeah, shout out to Blogger for that. Cause, um, yeah, that's... You really got to look in the mirror and be like, yeah, uh-huh, not that, mm-mm. And then be able to verbalize that to the world. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah, I know y'all was eating it up, but... And I'm about to say, in today's world, too? Yeah. You know, a, a word that could have made like 90,000 memes somehow <laughs> about you just because you said that. Right. And he got a couple of memes out already and gifts and all of that. Right. So, yeah, that's definitely, uh, like you said, self-actualization and, you know, thinking about yourself and reflection. That's, mm-hmm. that's another level. Yeah. A lot of people ain't can't even do that just to know that they, uh, they shit don't stink. Mm-hmm. He talking about his whole livelihood and moved on. Pretty much. And doing all right for it. So I was reading, recently reading, it was a story this man wrote. He, he called it Taking His Black Walk. Yeah. And he was basically just giving a scenario of how it, how it looks or how it feels to be a black man walking through like a predominantly white, affluent type neighborhood that you live in. Yep. And just taking a walk and everything that you kind of, that process processes in your mind on a walk that you're just going out to enjoy. So, like, you know, if we watch, let's say, like the Andy Griffith show or something, and somebody's taking a walk and a cop car drives by, that's kind of just it. But in our scenario, it's like, oh, damn, it's the cops. Like, I think most black men get that kind of jump in their heart when they're in situations yep. where, oh, it's the cops. Yep. Said, but the cop, the cop gives him a, you know, an ice grill, uh, moves on, pulls on the block. He says he's walking, in, and of course, you know, people looking out their windows at him, and just everything, everything a black man has to be worried about. What he calls taking his black walk, and there were some uh, interesting responses to that. Definitely, yeah, definitely. I feel like I saw quite, quite a few. Uh, well. Quite, it was, it was a few kind of overthinking the type responses. Uh, there were a few maybe you really shouldn't be there response. It was a lot. What was your initial reaction after you read it? Not even just the comments and responses, but after you read it, did, it was like, did you identify with what he was saying? Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. I just feel like in general, um, most, I don't want to speak for other people. I just know that it was very clear to me probably before my teenage years mm-hmm. um, taking a, we took a black bike ride mm-hmm. not a, a black walk we took a black me and my brothers took a black bike ride mm-hmm. into a white neighborhood and we definitely had that moment where it was like okay uh, we definitely in a white neighborhood the comments that we get in it definitely making it clear that this is this is different. Mm-hmm. This is different, and we 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 definitely in different territory right now. And that black walk carry. We're going to a, a predominantly white uh, college. Yep. That black walk is heavy, yep. and then you know for me the big black walk. So, oh yeah. I definitely that black walk my freshman year. Probably the first two weeks of my freshman year, I had. The black walk experience mm-hmm. on campus with uh, white police. 
Mm-hmm. Walking down Main Street of all places. Damn. Had had that black walk, and uh, we definitely got followed while there was other white people around. And it's, it's definitely a different experience mm-hmm. having any kind of. It's, it's strange to see as people talking about uh, black walk and people that don't understand that it's even possible to have a different type of scenario or a different experience. Like you don't understand that that actually happens. Looking at the comments, seeing people be like, oh, I didn't know, you know, I see people downplaying it, talking about uh, a, a female walk and a woman walking down the street and the dangers they have to go through, mm-hmm. which is definitely, without a doubt, absolutely true. But it's different. You don't got to all lives matter on this kind of topic. Right. Just, just let the man have his moment. That was such a true story and sincere and the way he wrote it was so dope. And looking at the comments definitely kind of took such a... You can see people trying to take the air yeah. out of the situation. Mm-hmm. And that's why they say don't go to the comments. Yeah, and I did <laughs> at first. And then my sister posted, yeah, I should look at the comments. So then I had to look at the comments. And I'm seeing people... White people, white people. In. White people, white people. That's in. what I saw. White people, white people. In. And I don't want to say I was even disappointed. I wasn't shocked. It was just more so like, damn, again. Mm-hmm. And then more white people, white people in news. Um, so I'm sure you heard about the lady who had the, um, the brand Honey Pot, I believe, or was it called Honey Pot or Honey Pot? The, the brand oh, that was sold on the Target. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, I guess they had an ad, get, you know, she was talking about, you know, Basically, <laughs> wanting to see black people win. Yep. Just get away. You know, she wants to see them uplift. And then all of a sudden. How dare she? Yes. Here come the white people. <laughs> How dare she? <laughs> She's racist now. Be black in Target. <laughs> How dare she? Cater a product yes. to our black people. What's her product catered towards black people? Huh? I see what product. What's her product catered towards black people? Um. Honestly, yeah, I didn't even see what her product was. All I know was she was a black business owner <laughs> in Target. And it was known that she was a black business owner. Mm-hmm. And that there was a lot of white tears. A lot of white tears. And that she sold out of her product. Mm-hmm. Sales double, quick, fast. That's what I'm talking about. The power of the black dollar. You're right. The more we can realize that, boy. Man, listen. <laughs> <Shoo>. <laughs> now, I'm sure y'all hear all that hustle and bustle in the background. Because <laughs> he did a whole damn lot since <laughs> oh walked God. into this goddamn studio. Oh, my God. Mike's a sensitive, bro. <laughs> so, uh, I'm like... What the hell is that back there? Somebody grating cheese? <laughs> <laughs> the voice of Jesus just got in the building. He got comfortable quick, too. He did. Yeah, real comfortable. Real comfortable real fast. Yo. Alright. <laughs> Why does he always take stuff that he shouldn't take? <laughs> Oh, I thought he brought that. And filthies it. 
No, that's, that's yours. Yes. Oh. It's laminated. <laughs> it's laminated. Oh, Yo, so somebody good. let me hold this. <laughs> I got to return it. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you manage to always find these forbidden items? And I actually thought about this as a process of elimination because that's a legal notice. Yo, he could have played on, uh, what, what's the Nickelodeon show? The Hidden Temple joint? <laughs> <laughs> well, he finds everything. Yes, find all the sacred objects he I finds. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this was nothing. I thought this was supposed to be a challenge. <laughs> that was a dope show. Was a dope show. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's the one they said to bring it back, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they said to bring it back for adults. No, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I did. Yeah, they bring it back for I'd adults. I love to participate. Yo, I love to participate. Yo, I always wanted to participate on uh, it was a guts with the, me- the, the mega like, crag and the aggro crag. We had to uh, pick through the uh, the guy's nose and the double did. Yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah, yeah. that came back. Yeah, I know yeah, it, back. it did. I don't think it, I don't think it's still on the air though. Yeah, I haven't seen any ads for it again. But that did come back. But yeah, I used to love me some double dare, boy. Uh, yeah, definitely growing up, I wanted to do double dare. I know, and I would even envision like me getting to the, the final challenge. And I just be, I'm already hoping to myself, I hope I don't get the one with the golf ball and I hope I don't get the snotty nose. Yo, them, them twos, they were the, like the hardest, yo. There was nothing that was, was going to stop me. If I got on that show, I was going to accomplish everything. Everything. So what's good, Major? Not much, man. Just got to work late. No doubt. How life been treating you? It's okay. Okay. Way to, to bring that enthusiasm to the Sunday in the podcast. It's been better. Well, it's not bad, though. It's like I'm talking to Eeyore. Yeah, but it is. Work was real stressful, sir. Oh, okay. No doubt. I definitely take that. Well, stressful. Well, you made cussed out. Damn, by a client? Yeah. Damn. You just had to take that L. I politely cussed him back out. What? <laughs> wow. wow. Damn. You can do that. That's how job. it gets in your field? And it's on email, so it's transcript. Wow. That's Transcribe, how, excuse me. That's how it gets in your field? Yes, yeah, wow. Oh, okay. Brokers is crazy. You brokers is, if you're a broker <laughs> and you're listening to this, I just want you to know that I fucking hate you. <laughs> All brokers, huh? All of them. All of them. At some point in time, you was an asshole. <laughs> they had to be assholes to get to that level, is what you're saying? Yeah, they're all assholes because they're all low-educated, commission-earning butt munchers. <laughs> butt wow. munchers! Wow! <laughs> For real. They do, and then they, they so cocky because they make good money. But you just gotta have sales. You don't have, you have no education. You don't have, have no coof. The motherfuckers have no coof. <laughs> <laughs> Shit pisses me off all the time, man. Clearly. This bitch wrote back unbelievable. <laughs> I was professional though. Ooh, if you would have typed back Biggie Smalls is the illest. <laughs> you would have been a legend. You would have been an instant legend, my guy. What? So you after you curse her out via email. It was nice. I didn't use actual curse words, just corporate curse words. Oh, okay. What's a corporate curse word? Please like, please elaborate. Like basically whenever I broke down everything that she said in the email and with each line I had like a little snarky rebuttal. Mm. You know? <laughs> like actually this is not the case. 
Or, <laughs> no, it didn't come in Wednesday afternoon. It came Wednesday evening. Shit like that. <laughs> 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 she said aggressive. unbelievable at the end? She said unbelievable. I was right. <laughs> so you're going to have a meeting with, the, with your boss on Monday? No, I'm not. <laughs> because they, the only time they complain is if you don't respond. You feel me? But I responded. And she's like, the thing is, what I do for a living, like these files come in and I have to basically like go through them or whatever. Sometimes it takes like two, three months for shit to close. Right. This bitch application <laughs> and shit just came through on the 25th. She's trying to push this. She's pushing like, oh, we got to get this out of here on Monday. I'm like, all right, well, we need this. And she's like, you know, the whole unbelievable thing happened after my response. Well, um,. <laughs> I was going kind of to an article about women, but that's Mommy this bitch. Something after after we get off this podcast. Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> now everybody gonna be like, "Nah, we want to know too." What the fuck? Because <laughs> I wonder if it's my file that's trying to push through. Who yours? Gotta, oh no! Nah. I gotta, I gotta. I know your, I know your name. Yeah. I think I know your name. Actually, I don't know your name. Now I think about Damn, it. you know <laughs> this man. I know his first name, of course. But oh, I don't know his full yeah. name. Okay, I thought you were talking about other. Nah, nah, I'll just, I'm just curious because now I gotta, you know, I ask you after that. Then we get off. Okay. I don't think so. I, I can remember your name. I would have called you up or had Nitty call you up. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> You know what was so funny about that exchange? What was so great about that exchange? Because every time, for the listeners, you shut it down, it sounded like he was coming back and giving more. Like, we were going to get close to finding out what it was your business was. And then you just shut it down. Oh, it was no. like, no, 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 no. it, 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 it was edge of the seat the whole time. I still like, oh, they, they right. biting, they biting, they biting, they stopped. Nah, I'm, still <laughs> I'm not going to see what I do now. Like, that's just I was frustrated, but I'm not quitting. Yeah, I'm not quitting. That's right. Major don't sign documents. That's what I'm sure. <laughs> It's like a throw whatever I want. Major don't sign shit. I mean, Major do sign shit for the Angie Star Show, but that's another story. <laughs> corporate, Major don't sign shit. <laughs> Shout out to Angie Star, Edwin. Um, I forget the rest of her characters. Uh, Whoopi. Um, oh. Yeah, all of them. You're going to hear about Angie Star. She have in these streets. But, um, damn, you may forget what I was going to say now. so now um we have black women entrepreneurs um building their own spaces in wine so it seems like there's um a growing population of black um wine like winery owners and and spaces of that nature really yeah that's dope Mm mm-hmm and um this particular group they're they're called uh black girls wine and I actually I decided to follow them on Instagram basically creating a space where you know women can uh, get their wine on and get this whole experience or what have you and apparently it's very popular the black girl magic and wine experience is this like a uh, actual location or is this like an online type of yeah it's a location where, where is that um, I always ask me when I'm not on the mark <laughs> shout out to Sally <laughs> oh, Sally, Sally's nice. back. Sally Benny. 
<laughs> you refuse to get the real deal. Huh? I refuse. This is a whole sixteen dollar difference. You know what I mean? Sixteen dollar difference makes a difference. You sound like you need to get the job with the uh, the brokers. Uh, you no, you not, become an asshole. I mean, because of the contrast, not because I can't afford it. It's just because the principle. The principle, like I enjoy happy hour food. I enjoy all that kind of stuff. Got you. You know what I mean? I, but when I need to splurge, I can splurge. I got you. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Major motherfuckers like, yeah, I'm broke as shit. So, you know, let's go somewhere, keep it light. Like, all right. He was like, yeah, so we're going to, to Mars real quick. Try to fucking <laughs> a rocket out. Yo. <laughs> we're going to jump in this jet real quick. Yo, I, I was we like. jump in VIP. Yeah, I'm like, yo, can I be broke like you? Because when I be broke, <laughs> I ain't even talking about going out. Right. This I'm dude. You thought I was doing the, uh, no alcohol for the month for the detox? Nah, <laughs> I, was just, I was just trying to get my game book. <laughs> Yo, know, this dude one time told me about going out. I was like, yeah, he was like, funds of light. And I chill. But he was like, funds of light too. So he was like, yeah, we just going like get one, two drinks or something. This was like, on like, whatever, let's say it was a Friday. This man hit me up like four something in the morning on Saturday. I told him I cannot take him to the airport. He decided to go to Vegas. <laughs> now he had a ticket. He decided over that night, him and one of his other men, that, that they're going to Vegas. We just going to go. Yeah, so I'm, I'm bringing him. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, this man just told me last night his bread was weak. And I'm like, what? So if his bread is weak, what is my bread called? Because it's certainly not weak. And as I'm bringing him to the airport, <laughs> he goes, oh, you didn't want to go, did you? What the? <laughs> now I'm offended that you even thought I was your kind of brocade. No. <laughs> Dead broke. It was something where I, I just really had to get my plane ticket. You know what I mean? Everything else was cool. I didn't even spend the money. I had that. You, wait. Still. Listen. <laughs> I mean, so you just had to get a plane ticket. Mm-hmm. And, and he spent the money. But we both, the night before, said we, we was broke. We don't even want to spend a lot of money on alcohol because, you know, we broke. But going to Vegas and spending money, <laughs> I, mean, I got, I got that. that. That's an experience. <laughs> got I mean, I can, I, can, I can understand. You want to stretch yourself for experiences sometimes are different. You know what I'm saying? different. I'm just saying. You want your love We We weren't the same kind of broke. And I want to experience his level of broke. That's all. <laughs> Relax. I'm still very broke. <laughs> I don't want nobody listening. Like, what is this motherfucker doing? I do nothing. <laughs> you know, I have no money. <laughs> you sound like a setup. <laughs> <laughs> Who over there texting and shit? <laughs> Park in here. <laughs> Charlie ain't here. He's like, hold up. Did you even realize my co host ain't here? How do you even know I know this? Uh, she couldn't make it. She had some, somewhere else to be. What about Park? Uh, Park, she had to, She ain't even in town. Oh, okay. Yeah. Should be, you know, she'll be back in the future. But, yeah. Um, shout out to Park the Goon. Well, I guess she ain't going to be hearing the term Eugene for a while. 
I know, right? How disappointing. <laughs> I'm very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever part. Next to the argument. son. Damn. <laughs> After the two weeks of sabbatical. <laughs> So I didn't get to um, read this article, but apparently there's um, there's this uh, historic community in Queens that they said fought racial barriers to become a black enclave. This the uh, the um, the black woman with wine. No, we moved oh, on. From okay. That. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And so basically, they got a black block mm-hmm. or a neighborhood or what have you. And here come the tears. You know he, he I was going to say. <laughs> here come the tears. You can't, you can't just <laughs> say that. That's racist. That They're discriminating because you're saying only no white people can move on your block. Let me say that again. You're <laughs> that's racist. You're discriminating to keeping people of other colors out of your neighborhood. <laughs> Is that what they were saying? Yeah. Like the, the, is that... Is that what the people that own the block were saying? That white people can't come on the block? No. Or they can't uh, rent or whatever? They, didn't or they just they, bought property. They just bought property. I mean, that's hella dope. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I, I wish more of us would do that. I know. We should be strategic about that. Exactly. It would be an amazing thing. Imagine, it would be almost like the rebirth of Black Wall Street. Because we have Black Wall Street. True. A dream come true. Yeah, that, I mean, I that doesn't surprise me. <clears throat> Honestly, I don't think that. Um, and, and I truly believe this, and I'm not saying this to be funny, but I don't think that white people um, really want to necessarily be in these spaces. I, I just don't think that they want to be. They don't want us to be without mm. them, and to be able to show and prove that mm. we're good. Mm. And that we can survive, and not just survive, but to be uh, thrive, to survive and thrive mm. in these spaces. And I think that, I think that there's a little bit of uh, fear about that. One of, one of my uh, mans, he made a quote. <clears throat> he made a quote. What did it say? It said, if the black man moved unto an island on his own, the white man will follow. Not because the black man's amenities are any better, but how dare he live happily without me. Believe and I was that. like, yo, that. that was the realest thing you ever wrote, bro. <laughs> they just can't stand to see joy. Yeah, I, mean, I just I think there's a fear that from a white perspective, if you're if you're in the position of power, like you don't want to see people thrive without you because mm-hmm. that takes away from your power. Facts. Um, and I think that's just I don't want to say that's natural, but from a, a system of oppression and power where you dominate it, if somebody else is thriving without you, then your power is diminished. So mm-hmm. I, I, that just makes total sense to me. And I see that from white people daily, daily, unfortunately. But it is what it is. Yeah. White people going to white people anyway. Yeah. White people going to white people any damn way. It's like, I don't know, you know, Al Pacino has a, um, a new TV show on Amazon Prime called Hunters. Mm-hmm. I saw a couple episodes. Oh, you did? I haven't, I haven't finished it, but I saw yeah, a couple I episodes. Yeah, I haven't finished it either. I just saw the first episode. The first of like two hours, right? It was, it was really long. They over an hour 
all, yeah, I think, all of them are like all, that. I think all episodes are like hour and twenty minutes, That's something like that, hour and fifteen, uh, something like that. But but I was just when I was watching, I'm like, yo, this is like a lot of this is some truth to it. Like it's just wow because a lot of them doctors and shit that were Nazis, they did come over to America with a whole new identity and everything with all that money and became politicians and all this kind of things and yep. that's just wild that's just yep. true though politicians yeah. policemen all of that to this day dude it was only they, they came over here in the 40s mm-hmm. yeah like that wasn't that long ago exactly them people like so we they not even their generations are breeding and you know what I mean <clears throat> we just talked earlier about uh, people like Mitch McConnell have been yeah. senator since 85 yeah like that. people like him and his kids or his his parents, they could have been part of. That. I'm not saying that, I'm not suggesting that that that's true. I'm not. I don't want to like. I'm putting it out there, but I'm just saying that that is definitely possible, possible that yeah. he could be the descendant, the child of somebody who came over yeah. in the 40s. That yeah. was, um, or he he could be. Yeah. He could be. I feel she's like real, that's that's my father's age. It's real. Uh, yeah, he's probably like my father's age. Mm-hmm. He could definitely be. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's just crazy to th- even think that. Yeah, because my grandparents was born in the forties and the fifties. You feel me? So, you, like, if they were from Germany on some Nazi shit, mm-hmm. they would have told all us that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't help but to do it. I mean, you teach your kids your culture. Mm-hmm. If that's your culture, it is what it is. It's just crazy, like, for anybody to think that this world is not racist and that. Exactly. the oppression and have their own or want to have their own you know what I mean we shouldn't be segregated but we decide that we want to have our own so there shouldn't be nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. exactly. and that's how you got and it's deep it's just deeper rooted into shit like that and racism and it's just it's, it's here and it's not mm-hmm. going nowhere especially when you look at it and we're just asking to be seen as equal that's it I'm here <laughs> oh okay not a third of a man they might have heard the google or something they just uh, wait. Oh, is that my phone? Yes, yeah. that's your phone. That's what. Alright, I've added it to reminders. That's what I'm like. What no, the hell's that? Huh? I don't know what that is. It's not mine. It's yours. I'm over here. It's coming from you. <laughs> nah. I oh, is, is that is that Siri? Is I was gonna that's say. That's an iPad under this? your plate. Oh, is this your plate? Oh. Oh yes. Oh. Yeah, maybe a. Oh, you was pressing the Siri button. What? Nah, I wasn't pressing anything. Oh, you weren't hitting the, the, the pad. Siri, you know, Apple would be crazy. You know. Android point, <laughs> but Apple be crazy. I don't know. I am a Droid user. I'm just saying. The iPad was just that. a thing. I've been both. Just out, yeah, throw, but you're currently a iPad person. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's you know I told you sometimes Satan gets them. Like when he put me in front of that Chick Fil A on day fifteen. <laughs> sometimes Satan, listen, we, exactly. Satan wins sometimes. We gotta stop acting like Satan got no W's. And no, we not worshiping Satan. Like, but people always try to act like you know Satan got no wins. You know, I'm like, yo, no, Satan and God is like UNC and Duke. Like, it been going back and forth for a long time. And, <laughs> so yeah, get, it's okay. Tell your story, but get the truth. Satan got wins. I mean, at the end of the day, someone's been claimed. Like, just not on some deeper shit. Everybody got their own beliefs, but he's he's Satan is not in hell 
with a pitchfork under the earth. <laughs> yeah. He's on this earth. Hello on earth. Like we pretty much in hell. We are on his we on his, we in his realms. You feel me? Ain't no such thing. Ain't nobody burning forever. <laughs> well that'd be a good thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? All that fairy tale stuff. Ain't nobody burning forever and all that. And sitting next to Hitler. <laughs> his life story and got burned together that shit ain't real it's not real that shit ain't real that nigga right here not here but he's here on this earth on earth influencing influencing him and his demons so so where, where do you feel one goes set into the afterlife hmm? where do you feel one goes in the afterlife then I mean I believe that there's an afterlife mm-hmm I don't believe that everybody's going to heaven. Okay. I do believe that for um, God followers, there is a place for them. And I do believe that the people who are not considered, you know, all right, here's my thing. I don't think you necessarily need to be a follower, a religious person, but I do believe that if you do believe in God, and I don't know what the standards may be, because no one really does, because Mm -hmm. the Bible has been rewritten and transcribed through different people, through men, through times. You don't know if they put their personal agendas in it. Mm-hmm. So we don't know that. But I do believe that there's an afterlife. I don't believe everybody goes to heaven. I do believe that the people that don't go to heaven, there's a place for them to live. And I believe that the people that is necessarily not going to go to heaven and not going to go to the other place where other people are going to be thriving. What's this other place that, that you're about? <laughs> the other place, you would be this like, other place It would be like... It would be nothing it'd be like an abyss <laughs> like the people that you know that's not that's not gonna have an afterlife i feel like it's just gonna it's not gonna burn forever but it's just so right away you gotta be clear because you're saying is the afterlife heaven mm-hmm. but the afterlife for good people is heaven but the afterlife for the bad people is nothing no I, the, the afterlife for the good people regardless is going to be heaven in another place like a paradise place you feel me like basically this earth can be something different. You know, it, like okay. what it's supposed to have been with, back to the Eden times, you feel me? Okay. I feel like the afterlife, I feel like that's <clears> where <throat> other people may go. I don't feel like everybody that dies is going to heaven. I don't believe that. But I do believe that there is a place where your loved ones are at where when you do pass that you can see them again. Okay. And then I don't know what that life is going to determine, but I do believe it's a much better life than this that okay. we live in now. So essentially you're saying we're starting off in hell. Yeah. And not wherever. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, what if we living on an earth mm-hmm. where the devil is living? What would you call it? And everybody say that he lives in hell. Mm-hmm. Hell. Okay. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by the individuals <laughs> in the podcast are those are solely those of said individuals and do not necessarily <laughs> represent the views of the Sunday Dinner Podcast or the Ninja the City Podcast, Anchor.fm, or any of its affiliates. Those are just my beliefs. You even include the Anchor FM. Just, just, mm-hmm. I guess that was just feel. That yeah, was feel you know. Now. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta protect those guys, too. I feel like nobody don't know the answer. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as we Read and try to determine. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna know the answer until your day comes. You're right about that. Oh yes, definitely. So let's say if you're going to heaven and I'm going to the other place, right? Mm-hmm. Am I alert to be like, damn, major getting in to heaven, or is it like, oh no, you're gonna know I'm oh. heaven. 
that huh? that's the case. Yeah. And I feel like the people that are supposed to go to heaven, I think they know. How? And I don't think that you're going to be able to. How? I don't think that. Now, I, I didn't say me. How? I said me. How's he going to know that you were in heaven? He's, being, he's giving a hypothetical. How? You know what I mean? How? <laughs> so he's giving a hypothetical. So if that was the case, yeah, you wouldn't know I'd be in heaven. And I'd be like this. You. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! You're, oh, my, uh, oh, you didn't make it. I, I see. Oh, I guess I won't Yo, see you. This is good luck in the abyss. End of the road. No, the abyss is where people go. That's not going to go to heaven or the place where your dead loved ones are. But that's wait. Wait, that's another level. I'm saying. No, the abyss is bad. No, no, but if he sees you and you going to heaven, but he's like in line waiting, what is that? No, 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 we're not saying he's waiting in line for St. Peter to open the gate. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but if he sees you, how's he going to know? You're saying, okay, so what you were saying was that he would know that you're going to heaven because he's going to be there too. All the people that's not going to the abyss, they know where everybody's going. Okay. That's what like that. So if I'm not going... You're going to be like, you're... But you're going to be okay. That's what I'm saying. You're going to be... Nah, 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 I want heaven, bro. No, but there's no jealousy. That's what I'm saying. No, everybody... No, I'm going to be jealous. You got heaven tomorrow. I got sub-heaven. The thing is, everybody's going to know where they need to go. Some people got to go to heaven. Some people don't got to go to heaven. Simple as that. But no one's not going to be jealous. Nah, but but you're talking about the two levels of good. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the level of bad. Oh, bad? Oh, yeah, it's a wrap. So if I'm going into the the abyss, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the abyss, but... Mason's going into heaven. But you're not going to know that I'm going to heaven. Oh, so I, mean, I don't even make it to that level. As soon as you're dead, you're dead. Oh, oh so this people just lose so consciousness just, over. So I'm just looking at the blankness of the your, coffee. Your, your current consciousness and your afterlife consciousness is over. You are dust. You are back <laughs> into the ground, my brother. You are fertilizing the soil. That's it. Yeah. So I live my hell. I don't get... So nah. I might as well... So, so why well, be right? You might as well just kill it up or something. Floor right? Sony. You might as well murder, murder everything. Nah, because that's not. What, what are you not getting? No, you don't murder everything. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's it. The title. No, you don't murder everything. No, you don't murder everything. <laughs> that's definitely not. I'm not saying that I don't know what God plans, but something tells me you murdering his create his creations is not going to give right, you a so spot in the two spots. So hold about. on. So You're going to the other place. Are possibly. you are you of the belief? That you know that some people were you raised Christian, mm-hmm. so are you believe that if you repent and you accept Jesus as your Lord Savior, mm-hmm. then you get to heaven automatically? I believe that if you do that, you either go to heaven or the, the other place, the other good place, the other good place. Yeah. How come that ain't got no name? Yeah, that that other good place. I, I, I mean, like I the thing is, it's like a paradise. <laughs> but only reason I'm not saying it like that just because. Oh, remember, uh, Nutrella was talking about. Um, what was she saying? That there was, there was a heaven, and then there was uh, like rewards or something. Oh yeah, like a reward program. <laughs> like, you, get, you get to another level of. Now, once you're there, you don't got to work to heaven. You're happy. You live in. You you build your house. You got your family. You chilling. You see your loved ones. You got grow your corn. You fish your fish. You feed your lion. Call it a day. So the people that were decent people but mm-hmm. never accepted Jesus as their Lord Savior, they're going to the abyss. No, I'm not. That's the thing. Okay. Oh, you don't believe that? that no, no, no. I can't say where they're going, and I don't know what the, I don't know what the terms are for them to go. Gotcha. My beliefs are that these are three different sectors that you can fall into. Gotcha. It's not my place to say 
this is what you got to do to go there. You didn't do this. You're not going to go there. You was this. No, I don't, that's not my place. That's God's place. He's going to put you where you need to go. I just think those are the three places. That's what I'm saying. I just know this motherfucker's like, this nigga got in heaven? <laughs> this nigga? Let me shut Whoa, the fuck up for I'm in the low level, but he in the upper tier? Let me shut up before I wind up in this motherfucking abyss. Cause that's, they got me chopped out. They gonna put me bitch. back in the coffin just because I was asking questions. I'm just saying, I knew him a long time, and I, I think I think you might need to go to the booth. That's the thing. That's not our place. Here's my challenge flag. Everybody's gonna realize that's not challenge flag. Hell yeah! Challenge on the play. I'm just trying to visualize that. You can't. Like you just wake up and like, oh, I'm heaven bound now. <laughs> I ain't even need, I could just feel it. Or you're on deathbed and be like, oh, I think I'm in the game. Hell yeah. Ooh. I think, you know what, I'm just Ooh. let go. Cause. But if you think about it, that's how a lot of people feel when they're on their deathbed as religious. You know they're not scared because they feel like they're going to have it. You absolutely right. So. True. Faith is real. Faith some quote. people, yeah, some people will just be like, oh, I'm going to accept Jesus my Lord yeah. and Savior. Right on a deathbed, that happens too. Mm-hmm. And they and it gives them that 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 content. They not yeah. scared no more. Yeah. Faith is real, man. Faith causes wars. Deliver. I'm not scared no more. Faith is real. A lot, a lot of our wars in the beginning was because of religion. Faith is real. Mm-hmm. And speak. still to this day, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, speaking of religion, actually, I was about to get some religion, but before I get there, here's a question I had <clears throat> came to me today. Who has well? Who has more power, the uh, the Pope or the King? You know, you all, when you always hear like these medieval things, and or we hear about these certain secret societies and stuff, and how societies were formed and ran. It mm-hmm. seems like a lot of time the Pope had the church behind like the mm-hmm. dirty deeds, almost to where the King had to gain approval from the Pope to even carry out certain things. I'm going the Pope hands down. To me, it's not even a question. Unless you get a savage-ass king who don't care and kill the Pope. Nah. I, I, well, if that happens, then the king really, is probably going to get overthrown. I think I, it's a respect I, thing. I, I don't I think, think I heard there are too many assassinated Popes. I think it's a king. I think I think it's a, a respect thing. I think a lot of times some people in the royals and all that, they're super religious, so they probably wouldn't dare do anything like that. So, therefore, they go to the Pope and whatever, the highest of the high and get their approval and whatever. But I think if they wanted to overthrow them, they can. They're the king. Like, even thinking about now, and I'm not familiar with, is there a king? Like, you have the queen and the, you know, the prince, Prince Harry and all of them. Is there a king? Yeah. He just don't get no coverage. I used to ask that too. Yeah, he's this there. Yeah, so, even with them, they seem more like, uh, Figureheads. They don't feel like I don't feel mm. like they have any legit power. I he died. Did he? I think he's dead. The king? Yeah, he's dead. So they don't re- like replace him. No, you can't replace the, the no? dead. No, but so I mean, the prince doesn't become the king then. No, I would think that, right? Yeah, that's how it would go. Unless they, they only still do. Got princes, though. Unless they so. do on some shit by the bloodline. Maybe they only do by the bloodline. Maybe the queen is the actual bloodline of the royals, and the husband was the the in law. Either way, the royals feel like more like figureheads to me. Not like they have like real. I don't live there, so I don't know, but I don't feel like they have real power. 
but the Pope, I feel like, has oh, yeah, power. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they to took, do, took the like, royal's power away, though. Yeah, I feel like... like yeah. I mean, I know, like, yeah, I know, like, you know, Queen of England's my figurehead. They took their power away, because it was too much of a, what's the shit, like a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. They took their power away, but the crazy thing is a lot of people over there, they don't fuck with the royals, because you know how we get taxed here? They get taxed there to pay their lifestyle. Right. And they don't even do anything anymore. Right. Yeah, because I've been listening to, like, this podcast series that's been going through, like, all, like I said, all these secret societies over time. And it's a couple of them where the, the church, <laughs> the church was dishing out dirt on cats. I don't doubt it. Like, mass killing, son. You know, Pope just calling down, you know what I mean, raining. I was like, damn. Oh, the Pope oh. was dishing out dirt, like, calling people down to, the Pope like, was you need to, yeah. Having people done, done in a way. Like, yeah. finished. Yeah, <laughs> tortured up in chambers and such and such. And um, it's all the way over there. And I, don't take my lighter with you tonight. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it be your own people. I don't see it. It's, it's uh, in, you in that bureau. So let's look toward the floor. But yeah, um, well, enough about them. My actual transfer to religious was talking about, um, I guess, Pastor Jamal Bryant. He said he calls out Christians who burn sage. He says it's witchcraft and satanic aromatherapy. I never heard that term before. Satanic aromatherapy. Yeah, he full of shit. But that shit does derive from some kind of like, what's that shit called? Like, not Wiccan. (laughs) But that shit is like some root shit. You do know that, right? Not so you say it's satanic. It's not satanic. Oh, but a lot of people believe anything like that. Anything that's involved in like spirits or any like cleansing and all that is satanic. But that, you know what's wild about that? So is, I understand where it's coming from. Uh I just feel like people are not open-minded enough to that point. Just like how you know when we was kids, they had you thinking voodoo was like you know just this bad black. You know, magic, and you're just making dolls and sticking people and stuff. Then, as you get old, you know, you learn later if it's actual, you know, religion or, you know, it's their faith, and it's not just, you know, let's see who can cast dirty spells and yada, yada, yada. Or they look at a whole bunch of other, you know, faiths and religions, and anything is just of the devil. But, you know, just to your point about, you know, anything that got to do with spirits and such, but even in Christianity, you have a Holy Spirit. Mm hmm. And, you know, with cleanses, that's what the baptisms and all of that, you know, all of that stuff is for. But I'm like, so a person can't even burn some sage now without just being labeled uh, anti-Christ. And, and I would really, you know, like to be able to say, oh, this is white people, white people. In, but it's not. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately. This is a black pastor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, it's the not. black church is definitely heavy about, about that. I don't, I don't, it it just doesn't surprise me. You know, I mean, conservatives in general, if you believe in some power other than Jesus, um, then they just not with that. I don't think they ever have been. So Mm -hmm. it's not surprising to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess we'll talk to Major later. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. No, I, 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 mean, I see where he's coming from because a lot of times the things that we do has an origin to it. And not necessarily we don't under, know, always know the origin. Maybe he knows something we don't know that 
the why, why people originally started burning sage. Maybe it was for some kind of practices that he don't approve of. Because a lot of times we don't know why we do shit. We just do shit because we think it's like it's harmless. And a lot of times it is harmless, but people, other people, may be using it to to start some fucking seance or some shit. So I guess my response to that would be, where the practices for Christianity come from? Like when we talk about we practice stuff just because we don't know where it came from and that kind of stuff. Well, Christianity comes from faith. That's another thing. Like that's why a lot of times, like faith. I mean, at some point, somebody yeah, some whoever taught you that they built that faith in you. Like that's what I'm saying. Faith is something that's taught. Saint faith is something that you believe. You hear something and it just resonates with you and it becomes something of your of your being. You know and what I'm saying? Are you saying or are you thinking that like the burning of sage is different from that? From no, faith I'm or? not. I don't have an issue with burning with sage. I'm just saying that, that a lot of times, a lot of times when you look into shit and the origin of things, a lot of times it's evil, like just being real shit. So it's a possibility that he did some research on burning of sage and so the origin of who was burning sage and, and they weren't Christ-like people in his opinion. Oh. No, I, 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 I got you. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> this is a house of sage, just for the record. <laughs> it burns its often. It burns its a lot. Well. Um, <laughs> I was like, that dialogue threw me off. It's like, I feel like Major went. Uh, pause deeper twice tonight. <laughs> Damn, that sound horrible to say on these topics than I expected. <laughs> I was just um, chatting with man's the other day. We were talking about, uh, you know, how cats can go overboard with like saying pause on everything, mm-hmm. but you still feel like you you subject. Like you have to say, yeah, that. you got to like still walk your extra. He's like, he's ready to just be like fuck that and just say what he want to say and. Yeah, respecting the pause. I was like, nah, you're gonna get pause a lot. It's gonna bother you. First of all, pause is funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just for simple fact that it's funny. Like, you know damn well that that person don't mean that shit, but it's just funny. <laughs> I will say, pause has forced me to uh, expand my vocabulary. Or, or at least use, you know, uh, more words, because um, I'll be trying to avoid them. I'll be trying to avoid them. So I'll be saying. Say it. Uh, like avoid situations where I'm, I'm gonna get called for pause or whatever. Mm-hmm. So to the point where I'm like, uh, I might be like, yeah, I love I love legumes, right? Because I'm not gonna say I love nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because of pause, I'm having to use these wow. other words. It's, it's a couple. It's a couple. I had to change a couple sentences I was about to drop just to make sure I didn't get paused. It was almost like competition for me to not um, get paused. I got paused today, and I, I still don't agree with it, but it's funny, because <laughs> motherfuckers posted um, Jordan Cement 3s, right? And was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's their, that was their favorite sneaker, and I was like, dead ass. That was definitely my favorite J, um, and I, I was like, that's my favorite J, and I definitely dicked them. Mm-hmm. And they said pause. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? I was like, it was like, I that never heard that expression That was my favorite J, and I definitely dicked them. Yeah. Uh-huh. You said... Dick, 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 D I C K E D, right? Yeah, that's yes, definitely a that's pause. pause. All right, so all right, <laughs> that's my favorite Jane. I definitely dicked him. But how is that pause? Because that means I fucked him up. 
<laughs> it means you fucked them. So if I decide to fuck my sneaker that's gay. So if I decide to fuck my sneaker that's gay. So hold on. When you say But you say you dicked over the mint. The, like uh, like you, you trashed the them? Is that what you're trying to say? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he conned them or whatever. Or he got over on them, I should say. Yeah, they did. <laughs> but <laughs> just hearing the statement, even Regardless of the context around it, saying that statement, <laughs> I can see the pause. But it was, but it was regarding that. We was literally talking, and I said, it's not like I said, I don't know. I'm not saying I don't understand. Just not like I, I know, like I said, and they would, I dicked them. I was like, yo, those were my favorite sneakers, and I definitely dicked them. But it, okay, well, it's the same way how you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't even. That's the pause, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, pause is not saying like pause is not like a disrespectful thing. It's it's, it's, it's the it's the black version of that's what she said. Yeah, it's really not. It's it's more of a it's not like yeah. I think uh, sometimes when I say pause around certain people, they feel like it's disrespectful. It's not disrespectful, or for me at least, I'm not being disrespectful. Or it's more like a joke than anything. Yeah, yeah. It's not like like. Oh, you're fucking gay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get offended by it. I was just trying to understand it. Like, you just got to understand it. I didn't understand this one. I'm just like... But I'm talking about a sneak, and I literally said sneak in the same line. I didn't just come out of nowhere and say, I dick them. And the nigga's like, pause. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I can understand that. But I'm literally talking about the fucking sneaker. I've, I've definitely had to stay in trial for getting paused. Like, nah, nah. You got to hear my side. Let me explain to you yeah. why it's not. Yeah, we got to drop that pause from the record right there. It's crazy little <laughs> things that, that get so real. Black people are the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I am out of material. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> Neutrala ain't here to try to run us. Try to push it up. Because we ain't at two hours. <laughs> and for the people who be like, yeah, you know, I'm okay with it being less than two hours too. Here's my gift to you. Why don't you pull out the phone like, so I just did this survey. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all do the fuckboy bingo or whatever she was talking about? Uh, she was talking about doing some fuckboy bingo or some shit. Nah. I don't even remember. I remember. Nah, no, we ain't uh, do that. That's my last time I was here. That's why I remember. Fuckboy Bingo. That was new uh, Yeah, two weeks ago. That was that was the day when we did the the um. You gonna go to jail for all these sex shit you do? Same day. And we had to tally our scores. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're like, oh okay, I was, okay, you were higher than me, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they tried to tell me his, his number had to be higher. Yeah, and it made me go through the whole shit. Yes. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> of course, you know, we got to lead the people with the positivity. So, Major, go ahead and drop something on it. Um, one thing I wanted to say that I was been bothering me a little bit. All right, so Pop Smoke. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. He passed away. And I listened to Pop Smoke a lot mm-hmm. before he passed. You know, I, I liked his music. I, I felt like he, you know... For a Brooklyn artist, he was putting a, a new Brooklyn sound, mm-hmm. mainstream, you know what I mean, and and just basically doing his thing. So he passed, and now, you know, people are still supporting him, which is a beautiful thing. And they call him, like, the king of New York and all this stuff, and all these different artists are 
playing his music and all this stuff. And I just feel like, you know, it would it would have been nice if they would have did that while he was alive. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying, man. And sometimes we just get so caught up in our ways with things and we don't really don't think like that. So I guess like the celebrities are probably the same way. But, you know, for the people that care about you, you don't have, you can let them know that they're important while they're alive. You don't have to wait till they're dead to tell mm-hmm. them that they're important because they're in a, they either in the abyss or heaven or <laughs> other spot. And they can't hear you until it's their turn, okay? Until it's your turn. Then you can tell them, but you should tell them before then because you don't know when your turn is. Then you used to say people never get their flowers while they can still right. smell them. That's a fact. You know what I mean? That's a fact. Bahu? Ah, uh, I'm still, I am still um, on this kick of um, generational wealth and our community really doing things to think beyond our lifetime. So just in general, I just want to encourage people to, like I said, think beyond your lifetime. Do whatever you think you can do for the generation after you, whether you have kids or you don't have kids. Even if you don't have kids, there are things that you can do to make the generation beyond you, whether that's being an entrepreneur and creating something that's going to last a legacy for yourself after you're gone or for your children, teaching them about generational wealth and making things uh, different and better uh, for them in their uh, next, uh, when they become adults and that they can carry into their childhood, I mean adulthood, and when they have kids and pass it on to their kids. So just thinking about that for our people, I think we do need to do more about that to create gener- generational wealth. And hopefully we can get to the point where we can become segregated again. <laughs> we, can't, we can't be segregated if we don't have generational wealth. That's right. <laughs> no doubt. That man said, let me all right, line up this body blow. This dude is going to put him on their knees and pop. <laughs> Segregation. Segregation. <laughs> we out here. Yeah, you know, um, look y'all. Wash your hands and your filthy skin. <laughs> Exercise and get some sleep. Treat corona treat corona like it's the flu. And maybe you won't get corona. I don't know. Just don't be filthy. Maybe you won't get corona. <laughs> I'm just saying it's avoidable. They, everything's getting canceled. For no reason. Because of Corona. You know what I mean? It's, I heard South by Southwest just got canceled. Mm. Yep. Some schools in Philly got canceled. Yeah. I heard there's rumors about um, Jamaica Carnival getting canceled. Really? Olympics. Yeah, Olympics. They canceled or they talking about it? They, they says, Yeah, I heard they, they were talking about it. They said it's a, uh, a high probability right now. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, canceled. But yeah. Keep yourself clean. And a wise man once said I don't know, what a wise man once said, Major. Weed is not free. So <laughs> y'all motherfuckers that always want to smoke, y'all need to have some money. Because sometimes niggas ain't always trying to smoke with you for free. Because you did it once, twice, three, four times. Nobody got a weed tree. Nobody's not going to pick their weed tree next to the money tree. Whenever somebody got weed, they got to do what? Go to the ATM, take out a few 20s, and buy that shit. That's a nice man right there. Yo, word. Well, 
whether we feed you. <laughs> Is lettuce free? The <laughs> devil's lettuce. <laughs> I call it God's greenage. Get them God greens in you guys. <laughs> Whether we feed your mind, your soul, or your something to do, we're just happy to be feeding you. Because around here at Sunday dinner, everyone eats. And we out! Sunday dinner is presented by the Nitty in the City podcast. All views and opinions expressed by the individuals on this program are those of solely those of said individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of this program, Nitty in the City, or any of its affiliates. The original background music is provided by Lance Chris. Special thanks to all of the financial supporters of the Nitty in the City podcast. For more information on how you can support Nitty in the City, send email correspondence to Nitty in the City, that's one word, at gmail.com.